Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Settela. It's weird to say good evening when I'm usually streaming in the morning, but my name is Hank Suttle. I'm the Sonic Shaman, and this is an evening edition of the Coffee Connect. With the holiday and everything, I just didn't have an opportunity to go online on Friday, so I completely missed it. And then our morning was so busy um, that I wasn't able to stream in the morning, but I definitely wanted to come on and just do a little bit of a talk all about blasting off, because we're coming up on the winter solstice, and energetically, that is a great time to take inspirations that you may have been having and add a lot more substance to them. But one moment, I'm going to go ahead and share this on my Facebook stream. And if you're watching and you've gotten value out of these videos, I invite you to do the same thing. Just take a moment, uh, share the video if you can. And the best place to watch the video and interact if you want to make comments is YouTube. I'll see them on Facebook too, but every once in a while, Facebook gets a little weird and uh, I miss it. <laughs> I miss the comments. All right. And we have Mike just tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so used to saying good morning. Good evening, Magic Mike. Thank you so much for tuning in. And before I forget, uh, if anybody's local to the area, tomorrow is the last Psychic Fair and Wellness uh, Fair of the uh, year at Goddess Lee and Emergence of Being. I'll be doing little mini sessions tomorrow, little mini sound baths and everything. Good morning, Ernie. Glad to see you here. Did I say morning again? I think I said evening. I have to catch myself. But anyway, I'm drinking caffeinated coffee too. I'm not like scared to be staying up all night or anything like that. But anyway, what I like to do is basically give a little bit of context for blast off. Like what does that mean? And one of the things that comes to mind is as you start to do inner work, uh, you get what they call quote unquote rocketed into the fourth dimension. I get that quote from the actual, the big book of AA, they talk about after you do all the work, you're rocketed, not like you you kind of go gently. It's like you, you totally take off. And anybody who's started to do spiritual work, you might relate to this analogy. It's almost as though you get put into a slingshot and you can feel spirit pulling you back and then it lets go and you just go, and you just have all this energy of potential. And the things to do kind of to prep for that or to to limit how much um, resistance you might have in getting the slingshot and getting flung up into like the next phase of creation, if you want. Well, because it's not really dimension to say is it's just like these different levels and plateaus of really stepping into your beingness. And one of the things we can do is we can start to shed all the things where we're not exactly thrilled with things that we've done in the past. Like what are the question that comes down to when have you ever done anything unloving to yourself? or to another. Those are all the things that we judge ourselves. And usually it's us judging our past choices based on current data. And we're like, oh man, if only I, I wish I wouldn't have done that, or I wish I, I would have done something differently. But we're making that assessment based on data that we have now that we didn't necessarily have then. So one of the greatest kindnesses that you can do to yourself to kind of remove any obstacles in the trajectory as you're about to blast off is to give yourself a break and recognize that in most cases, if not all cases, whenever you made the choice, you made 100% the right choice at that moment based on your current 
knowledge base. And two seconds after that, you might have changed your mind and wish you had done it differently. But at the time, even if you're making a decision that you know isn't going to turn out the best for you, at that time, that still seems like the right decision, quote unquote, right decision to make, the good decision to make. So give yourself a little bit of kindness and give yourself a break. We are our own worst enemies when it comes to judging uh, our past past uh, choices based on current data. And Ernie offers, or Godspeed to self-forgiveness. Now, one of the tricks with forgiveness is to recognize that there's really nothing to forgive in a way, because if you are the only one in the room, who did you wrong? And it's more like not so much forgiveness of other people or whatnot. It's, it's you giving yourself the break, kind of what we're talking about in the sense that, okay, I made that, dis- that choice. What did I gain from that? You gained this experiential wisdom because that's what all this really is, right? In breaking down reality for a moment, source is all there is all at once in the ever-present moment of now. All you do is choose who you're going to be in creationship or relationship, depending on how you're operating, to your perceived reality. And then based on that being, the universe will deliver to you opportunities to express that being through doing. And that's what it's all about. And if you made choices that you didn't exactly like in the past, what if that was to create a contextual field in the duality for you to have the low so you could know experientially the high? Because if God is all there is all at once, there's nothing that it doesn't know conceptually. So we all come here to forget we come in here because I used this quote the other day from Neil Donald Walsh, in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. And there's a delightful children's book. If you uh, want to pick it up from that Neil wrote, it's called Little Soul in the Sun. And it's all about like this little soul that's like, oh, I want to go down. I want to experience this, this, and this. But in order to really know that, I got to know the opposite. Who's going to be the opposite? And another soul says, I'll go do it. I'll, I'll go down and do it for you. And recognizing that we don't necessarily know other people's roles. There's a, an archery term you might recognize it. It's called sin. And sin literally means to miss the mark. And when people are judging other people for their quote unquote sins, like how does anybody know what the other person is truly aiming for? How does anyone know what their goal and target is for their soul path and whatnot? And so we may see this, uh, this mess, but it's our job to figure out what the bless in the mess is and choose who we're going to be in creationship to whatever experiences we've had and not get caught up so much in what someone else did. Cause we don't know really what they did. We only see the mess of the tapestry, but on the other side, it's this beautiful picture that's been woven from all of our trauma and drama that allows us to express divinity in the physical plane. Hmm. Just gonna bring up, this is my brother's comment. If you are by yourself, you can wrong yourself, meaning that you're able to cheat yourself of positive advancement. That's only if you have a point of view that there's positive or negative advancement. The only cheating of yourself really would be to not be allowing yourself to be your own unique, true, authentic voice in this world. But even that, there's nothing you have to do. And Neil Donald Walsh's book, this is one of the most controversial topics in some of his works, is the whole idea that there's nothing you have to do. There's nothing you have to do. They say God's will for you is your will for you. And in that respect, but whatever you choose, whether it's for your advancement or not advancement, it's exactly what you choose. And it's not necessarily a right or wrong. It's like that song from a distance. There's only peace. There's only harmony. I forget the name of the song, 
someone might be able to help me out with that. But Kathy Bolton has an amazing, um, amazing rendition of that song, who uh, travels with Neil quite a bit for doing performances during his uh, work or whatnot. And anybody who has comments or questions, feel free to post them. We can kind of follow the energy with that. But what I want to do tonight is kind of prime, prime you for something for the winter solstice. Make a list now, or between now and the solstice, and really ask yourself, when have I been unloving to myself or to another? What energies from my past, present, future, from any other dimensions would hold me back from allowing myself to fully commit to, follow, to flowing into this, this next plateau of creation that I could experience if I allowed myself to receive it and making that list? And then the next part is who was affected by that? So I've identified all the things that would hold you back, all the places that you've been unloving to yourself or to another, all the people who were affected by that, and then using whatever process you want, energy techniques from Reiki or Lomi Lomi, which is Hawaiian hand healing. There's all kinds of different techniques out of there where you can send energy to those times and spaces where that might have had someone that, that would have been wronged. This is called a passive transmutation or a passive amends. Or you could go to the person and say, hey, this is what happened. I sure would have chose differently now. Is there anything I can do to heal this energy between us? That would be a, an amends or an active amends where you intentionally go after, hey, this is what happened. This is what I like to, um, this is what I would have liked to do. Maybe I'm actually rewind that. There's no coulda, woulda, shouldas. It's this happened. I would have chose differently. Is there anything I can do to make it right? And in that space, it's really the willingness to even enter that energy that really frees you from the burden that would have prevented you from soaring. In fact, in AA, they say it's if just be the willingness to make an amends. It's it's not. You can't force an amends on someone either. It's more like, hey, are you willing to hear them or are you willing to receive an amends? And that person might say no, and then you just leave it be. But the willingness to change the energy is what really shifts people. But the idea is to go through and get all the things that would hold you back from being rocketed into that fourth dimension. All the things that would hold you back from really allowing yourself to express your own unique voice in this world. And who was wronged by that? And energetically, you're fixing all those things, all those CK lines, all those cords that might be a strain or a tension pulling you back from soaring. And having all those things written out and having worked with them on the winter solstice, you write them, you take that paper, you can burn that paper, whatever, you're transmuting it into a positive expression, you're transmuting that energy. And the other thing to do is all the inspirations between now and then, write that down in a journal too or write that down on a piece of paper and really say over the next year on this winter solstice, this darkest moment of the year, this is where I'm gonna plant the seed. This is where I'm gonna plant this inspiration of what I like to create in my life and for my life and for the world. And on the winter solstice, I'm gonna be doing a despacho ceremony and it's gonna be streamed and I'll have a couple cameras. So you'll be able to see me and you'll also be able to see the despacho that I'm going to create. And I'll probably post a, a list of ingredients. So if you'd like to make your own despacho, you could actually be on the stream and be doing it with me and creating this little despacho. And the idea is that we are adding our prayers, our love, and our offerings to the spirit world, to God, the angels, whatever beings of light that you work with, to assist us in nurturing these seeds, cultivating these seeds, germinating these seeds, and allowing them to sprout and allowing it to grow. And over the next year, 
especially on the equinoxes and the solstices, it's those energies that you're going to continue to work with as you go throughout the year. Let's see. Where do I want to go with that? Oh, Anne-Marie, absolutely. I might, I might even open it up for uh, some people to be there. We'll see, depending on how the COVID numbers are. But this is going to be kind of like a tutorial on how to do a despacho. And despacho is a Spanish word, but in the Peruvian tradition, it simply means offering. And there's a little, um, well, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. The homework right now is simply go through when have I been unloving to myself or to another who was affected by that, and also taking note what vibration would I be? If I could be, create myself in the next grandest vision of who I, who I could become, what does that look like? What would I like my life to look like? Who would I like to see impacted by the, my own unique voice in this world, my own unique medicine? And everything that would prevent that is this other list. So we're identifying just like an access, but the clearing statement, we're identifying two energies. We're identifying one, the energy that I'm stepping into, and two, all the energies that would be holding me back. And then through the process of the dispatch of one of these papers, we are going to transmute and the other one we're going to nurture and bury. And they're allowing those seeds to be planted. And dispatches, there's four ways you deal with them. One is you disperse it in nature, like kind of just blowing it into nature. One is that you bury it. One is that you ignite it. And the other is you put it into water, depending on the nature of the dispatches. So one of these things we're going to be burning and the other one we're going to be planting. And then give yourself permission to really sit with just you, yourself, and your soul, and throughout the next 12 months or faster, there's nothing that says you have to take that long to actualize things, but you're really going to stay the course and continue to feed that intention and continue to uh, nurture yourself, really, so that you can step into that vision that you have of yourself and what would stop you from stepping into that. But any questions or comments? I see one from you, Phil, but I, will, I might come back to it in a minute. We shall see. Actually, let's bring it up. Why not? I think this was in relation to the first comment, which was if you are by yourself and you can wrong yourself, meaning that you are able to cheat yourself a positive advancement. And to my response, that may be true an extent, but all your choices, right or wrong, are influenced by others' opinions, whether we admit it or not. They're influenced by others' opinions if you give weight and power to someone other, someone else's opinion about yourself. We had a uh, a little bit of a talk the other day about projections and expectations. But if we do give weight to other people's judgments about ourselves and that becomes true for us, absolutely it's going to affect it. But if you are actually shining your own unique voice in this world, it's none of your business what other people think of you. And in that space, you're really just following your own inner guidance. But it's, it's not something that happens overnight. They always say it's spiritual progress, not perfection. And even the most advanced people like Jesus Christ, let's just use him as an example. He wrecked the tabernacle. He lost his cool. So even some of the most advanced people spiritually sometimes waver. They sometimes have a little instance of, oh, shit, <laughs> which is not a bad word, by the way. It's an acronym, spiritual human in transition. Thank you to Patty Conklin for coming up with that amazing little acronym. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. I'm so used to streaming in the morning. I'm not, I'm going to keep screwing that up. Good uh, evening, Tina. So I think is that everything for this? Oh, one other thing. 
as you start to tap into these inspirational energies and things of that nature, ask this question too. What beings of light, what guides, angels, and teachers are there and ready to contribute to me and to my own unique voice in this world that all I have to do is be willing to receive? And everything that prevents me from receiving that, I'm willing to destroy, change, and uncreate that now because we're not in this alone. Uh, Barbara Sampson, who's one of the mediums at Lilydale, she would she would always say that you came into this life with everything that you needed to reascend back into that unique voice, into that soul, higher self that you could truly be. And it's just a matter of accessing those resources that we forgot about. And we have a ton, a ton of things. Are you talking to me, Tina? Are you not feeling well? I'm feeling very well. I'm not sure what you're... Do I sound different or something like that? I'm not sure. Mike Skilton was offering potency. Absolutely. Potency is like the energy of just being the biggest entity in the room and allowing all the universe to flow through you to actualize. Let's see. Yeah, Ernie says, other people's opinions of you are none of your business, laugh out loud. You know, that took me a very long time to get. <laughs> And I still screw up sometimes with that. My voice sounds raspy. You know, I'm in my sunroom and it is a little bit on the chilly side, but I don't, well, and I was doing a lot of like yelling and screaming yesterday during my ceremony and sound concert because I was doing some uh, channeled chanting. And so maybe that's part of it, but I feel fine. I feel fine, which is effed up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. I say that in jest, but that's one of the acronyms uh, for, for fine. And when I was going through rehab, the first day of rehab, as we were going around, we all had to say how we were doing. And I was like, I'm fine. And everybody's like, because <gasps> that's the one thing you can't say. You can't say you're fine. You got to pick an emotion from this little emoji board. And that was before emojis were cool, you know, but there was like all these 20 different things <laughs> that you had to pick. Oh, I'm angry today. I'm happy today. I'm sad today. That's when you know how emotionally stunted you were from being in an addiction. Because when you get sober, when you get clean or uh, whatever your um, drug of choice was or whatnot, you don't even know how you feel like it, it's all it's like a whole new world like learning the world of emotions again so very interesting yeah antina says glad you're well i'm glad i'm well too and even if i was sick i would still be well and mike's just offering a whole bunch of little hearts thanks for your contribution there let's see anything else we talked about that oh there's a few things that i wanted to mention that are coming up Tomorrow's the last so psychic fair of the year at Goddess Elite. So that is first come, first serve. That goes from one till five. And then there was another thing that I wanted to share with you guys, which I did not realize was going to happen until just, um, just tonight when I got a notification. So just to show you, this is Church of the Angels meetup page. Uh, so you can go to, you see here, meetup.com backslash Church of the Angels. I'll post the event. But this is one of uh, sound healers that usually would travel and do different sound baths like what I do. But they're going to be doing an online Zoom version of it. They have a suggested donation of $30, but you can donate more. You can donate less. And this is going to be Friday at 7 p.m. So I wanted to make sure everybody knows about that. If you didn't know, I'm affiliated with Church of the Angels. That's where I got a lot of my um, student message work done. Uh, and I helped them do the meetup site and all that good stuff. But that is a fantastic um, place. And right now they're meeting just virtually. But if you're not familiar with spiritualism, 
all their services have four main components. There's meditation, there's inspiration, like the message, there's message work. So they actually do live messages every single service. And then the other one is song. Now, this is just going to be an event, but it is an amazing sound bath opportunity. I'm going to be attending. So you totally should be attending too. And I'm looking at it also from the point of view is how does he do this? Because I just botched my whole online sound bath yesterday because I had my microphone muted. It was on on the table, but in the studio, I had it muted and the whole thing recorded with no sound. So if you were one of the people that signed up for my virtual um, sound bath yesterday, my apologies that it didn't work out, but I will come up with a learning curve and I will get that sorted out. <laughs> Let's see. Joseph is offering, what about body limitations and the genes that are turned off until divine timing and activation? Well, body limitations, one thing that you can do is start to create a communion with your body. And I have a video on my YouTube channel called the thymus exercise. Oh, actually, that's not called the thymus exercise. It, that's what I go over. But they say the thymus is the seat of the soul. And the thymus is the place where we start to integrate the body and the being. So one thing that you can do is to start to do different energy flows to activate the thymus. And I do that on my channel in one of the videos. I'm going to have to go back and look and see what it is, though. Let me see what the title of it was. Because we forget that we are more than the being and we're the body, too. And if it's if we're not congruent with our body, then all kinds of, you know, you're onto something there where the physical body can't handle the energies of where you're going, there's a problem with that. And sometimes that can manifest as uh, physical illnesses and things of that nature. So it's really important to say, hey, body, come on with me and to maintain different diets and exercises and energies and things like that. So let me see, what is that video? The thymus exercise is from Access Consciousness. It's a great little exercise. I'll grab the video here and I'll post it as soon as I find it, since I have to remember the title anyhow. I have to go back a little bit. Activating the seat of the soul is the name of the video. Six minutes and 20 seconds. And I will post it in the comments here. And I just do a little walkthrough of that process for you. And then the other thing is like when I really started to um, bring my body with me for, uh, to use my same analogy. And I started asking my body, Hey body, what would you like to eat? What would you like to wear? My diet changed, my clothes changed, everything changed. I went vegan overnight because I was in line at Chipotle and I normally get like half carnitas and half uh, barbacoa. Right. And I asked my body, I made the commitment after a class that I was going to start asking my body what it would like. And I was in line, like, oh, body, what would you like? And it's like, not that, not that, not that. And uh, very quickly, I realized that um, I was going to be a vegan. Maybe not forever. I don't know. If my body craves a steak or desires a steak tomorrow, I would be very surprised and I would really question it. Uh, but for me, it was just a natural transition when I started to get into communion with the body and doing different cleanses. Like normally once a year, I do a master's cleanse, which disclaimer, always check with the medical doctor be doing, before doing an extreme cleanse like that. But I would do that every year just as a flush of my system and everything like that. And I've been vegan just over two years now. But body limitations, are they limitations or is it a point of view and a belief? Bruce Lipton wrote a book called Biology of Belief. And in that book, he would do DNA tests and he would show that, hey, these, you, this person has genetic predispositions for A, B, and C conditions, for example, and then do work with them on belief statements and, and other things, do the same test and the predispositions were gone. 
So really, how much is a point of view or your own non-willingness to receive from the universe that might not be activating the DNA strips or whatever the case is? Point of view creates reality. So what energy, space, consciousness, and choice could your body being and beyond be to allow your DNA to activate and acclimate with total ease? I'm glad I recorded that because I don't think I could repeat it. (laughs) And everything that prevents that, you're willing to destroy and uncreate it. Because what if it's just a matter of like we were talking about with the slingshot, these little tethers that might stop you from being able to soar quite as high or it might bring you back, just making the effort to cut those, making the effort to bring your body with you and elevate its energies so that as you start to step into your unique voice and you're running a different, or I don't want to say higher energy, but a different level or a different type of energy through you that your body can hang with it. Because I've known many people that are very spiritual And from the being side, they were doing all kinds of things, but then their body got sick. And was it really a sickness or did they not acclimate the body to what they were working with and the body just couldn't hang with the being? So all the more importance to really being in communion with the totality of your being, body, being, and beyond, because we're way more than even being. Yeah. Oh, the name of the church is Church of the Angels. And I was going to post the link for that. And this is like a fundraiser for them. Oh, I went off the page. Let me go back now. It's a fundraiser for them. So like if you want to donate like 50 bucks or whatever you can, you don't have to do just 30. But they're also saying if you can't afford 30 bucks, don't let that stop you from attending the event. You can register for the event and and do five dollars if that's all you have. And that's totally fine, too. And all this money is going to help Church of the Angels, uh, you know, continue doing what they're doing. They're located in Chesterland. So it's somewhat local. Well, depending if you're local, it's local to me. Uh, let's see. Meetup.com. I should have kept it up, but I totally closed it after I went to get the YouTube video. So it's going to take me just a moment to get there. But they have a lot of great programs, including intuition development. I think most of their things have gone uh, virtual, but they've done a really good job of being able to offer things still during the whole COVID thing. Okay, here we go. Holiday sound bath healing. I have the actual link and I'm posting that in the comments now. Here we go. And to Ernie's comment earlier, Phil was saying, easier said than done. And to that, I just say, you know, what if it could be easy? One of the mantras of access consciousness is all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And they say, say it 10 times in the morning, 10 times in the evening, or whenever you can throughout your day, and really allow yourself to feel that. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory and see what shows up. It's a declaration of your will into the universe that, hey, universe, life is coming to me with ease and joy and glory. But what if as a kid, when we look at the rich people of the world, quote unquote, and all the successful people who had a you know, file bankruptcy seven times, 13 times, you have to work hard to get ahead. What things are implanted in us that makes us think that it can't be easy? So all the places that we bought in to the idea that life has to come hard or hard thing or or work, like the good things that you have to work hard for instead of allowing it just to come with ease, let's destroy and create that too. Because it's just our ability and willingness to receive from the universe that dictates how easy or hard it comes. All we need to do is sit back and say, universe, I'm willing to receive. 
and everything can come with ease and joy and glory if we're just willing to take that little step and really embrace receiving from the universe. But we're taught don't receive because then you have obligation to give back, but there's infinite abundance. So you can just receive, 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 and you allow that to flow through you as well because what you allow to flow through you to others in a way, since you're the only one in the room, is just creating the circle of possibility, the circle of joy, glory, and ease. Just checking the last comments here. Okay, Joseph says, I heard solar flash is the external event representing the internal of 12 stands of DNA being activated, the epoch of ages. Possibly, uh, epochs for people who don't know is a measurement of kind of time in a way, but in the further you get along with epochs, the faster and faster they come. So like what the first epoch might be like 12,000 years, say, and the second one might be six and the next one's 3000 then 1500 and they get shorter and shorter in duration so that as humanity continues to evolve, it, it, it does so at an exponentially uh, accelerated rate, if you will. So that's a reference of epoch, at least in terms of esoteric uh, metaphysics. I'm not sure if you're using it in the same context. But what if you didn't have to wait for the solar flash? Because there's an automatic pilot to the universe, right? And a lot of people are waking up and activating and stepping into consciousness. What if you can step into that anytime and not wait for the event for the collective consciousness? So don't wait. Like you can start working on yourself now and really see what is possible in this upcoming year. And I think um, Mike doesn't know what to do with that one. <laughs> Because he's like, what? Uh, but Joseph, was there a particular um, thing with that you were referring to where we could tell people where to find out more about that? Because solar fl flares and flashes and everything are happening all the time. I'm not sure if they're predicting one in particular that is going to be activating that. But ask the question, what energy could I be to activate all my DNA with total ease? There's even DNA tuning forks. I have a set of DNA forks that I use when I feel that someone needs an activation or something like that. Or the 528 tuning fork is also one that they talk about uh, being a DNA repair fork. And Joseph was just saying, definitely the appreciation of the journey. Thank you. Much love and peace. You're very welcome. And I'm right at the 30 minute mark, which seems to be the sweet spot for me. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, please, if you're local, come on out tomorrow to Goddess Elite. Uh, we're actually expanding that fair from just a store over to the emergence of being sites. So we're using the rooms so we can space everybody out a little bit more and keep everybody safe. Uh, but everything is first come, first serve starting at one. And then um, I guess that will be it. That will be the, the only fair for the year or the last fair for the year, I should say. And then there's also next Friday, the event with, um, with Church of the Angels. So definitely check that out. And thank you so much for tuning in to this evening edition of the Coffee Connect, which I could not bring myself to say evening until like halfway through the broadcast. So I appreciate all of your patience with that. And I will see you probably, hopefully tomorrow at the event and also for another Coffee Connect. Good night, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.